This episode of Anything Goes is presented by Azo Vaginal Health Products. Azo offers an entire line of products designed to help balance your vaginal pH and protect your vaginal health. Save 20% with promo code PODCAST on azoproducts.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. With Squarespace, you can do much more than build a website. You can set up your own online store. It doesn't matter what you sell, physical goods, digital products, services. Squarespace has everything you need to start selling online. You can even sell custom merch. Just design it. Production, inventory, and shipping are all handled for you. And with Squarespace's asset library, you can upload, organize, and access your content all in one place. To get started, head to squarespace.com slash Emma for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code Emma to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. When you want someone compatible, start the search on Bumble. It has the features you need to find exactly what you're looking for. Like a six-foot Aquarius who likes rock climbing and also wants kids. Or a runner with a penchant for poetry who loves dogs and wants a serious connection. We know, you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Download Bumble today. Hello. (laughs) That was kind of a flirty hello from me. That was weird. Um, Hi. Today's drink of the day is an iced latte. I don't know. I haven't been making myself lattes very often, but today I felt like treating myself. I felt like really giving myself some self-love today. And so I made myself a latte. I used my Chamberlain Coffee Fancy Mouse Espresso Blend um, to make myself a latte. That's usually what I keep in my espresso machine because it's an espresso blend, okay? Um, And then I used some plain ass, flavorless ass almond milk, but then I topped it off with a caramel flavored, vegan, dairy-free creamer by the brand Nut Pod. And that was my latte. That is my latte of the day. So here's me sipping it. Mm. Did you hear it? It's delicious. So that's my drink of the day. Let's just get into today's topic. So I'm really excited because this topic is so stupid. Like one of my favorite things to do is do a really serious topic one week and like really try to get philosophical with it. And then the next week, talk about something so stupid and so unnecessary, it's almost borderline painful. I love the range we have going on here. Uh, And I love the randomness. You never know what you're getting from me. Anything really does go, doesn't it? Really, anything does go, huh? It's almost like that's why I named this podcast what I named it. Because... Anything goes and you don't know what the fuck you're going to get. So today I'm going to recommend you products that I think are worth your money, that I think you will enjoy, and I'm basically going to explain why I think that you will enjoy them. 
And uh, none of this is sponsored. None of this is sponsored at all. So this is coming straight from the heart, baby. This is coming straight from my heart. And you can do it the way you want. And let's just get right into it. Okay. The first thing I'm recommending is a Sony Handycam camera. So I bought a Sony Handycam camera probably a year or two ago. And it's one of my favorite things I've ever bought because number one, it's literally $200. It's like a very inexpensive camera. I mean, that's very cheap for a camera. It's 200 bucks for one. For two, well, okay, I will disclaim that there are some more expensive models, but you can get them for as cheap as $200. And the one that I bought was $200. Um, okay, the film quality on these cameras is so cool. It's like shitty, but in the perfect way. It's It's definitely shitty quality, but that's what makes it so fun. And the thing I love about this camera is that it's super lightweight. It's super portable. You can throw it in your bag and you can just whip it out whenever you want. And you can just film random stuff and you can use it like a home video camera and you can film your friends and blah, 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 blah. And you can edit together little videos for yourself. It's really fun. And I want to start using it more and bringing it around with me more just so that I can like film random stuff in my day-to-day life just for my own memories. And I don't know. I just think it's a really great camera. It's just really fun to use. And for anyone out there who just wants to find a fun, cheap, cute, and easy way to document memories that's not your iPhone, this is the perfect tool for that. The other thing I love about it is that it has a really powerful zoom. So when you zoom in on the camera, it zooms really fast. And if you're not familiar with cameras, a lot of the zooming that happens on cameras when you want to zoom into something is slow. But on this camera, it's extremely fast and it's It has a cool look when you zoom into stuff. So I definitely recommend. Next thing. I can't believe I'm recommending this. Like, I'm actually kind of embarrassed. I Like, I'm genuinely kind of embarrassed. Um, It's a pair of running shoes. But, like, hear me out. I have never found a pair of running shoes that I liked. Because the thing about running shoes is that there's like a perfect balance. There's a perfect homeostasis that needs to be happening with a pair of running shoes. They need to be comfortable, obviously, but they also need to have ample support so that your feet don't get sore while you're running. But they also can't look ugly because then you're not going to want to wear them and you're not going to be excited when it's workout time. And they also need to be durable because, you know, you don't want to have to buy a new pair of running shoes every two weeks. Well, I've found finally my favorite pair and they're from the brand Hoka. That is spelled H-O-K-A. I'm sorry. 
I love their running shoes. I really do. They're all really good. And they're like real running shoes. You know, they're not like half-ass running shoes. So many brands sell running shoes that are actually really shitty for running and give your foot no support and are so uncomfortable. And like, they might be cute, but like, that's all they have going for them. These are cute yet functional. I mean, listen, they're not the cutest shoe on the planet. We're not talking about a high top Converse here. We're not talking about, you know, a Balenciaga sneaker here. We are talking about a running shoe. Like you can't be expecting runway fashion with a running shoe. And if you're expecting that, you're you're not going to end up very satisfied, okay? It's just not going to happen. But these are not atrocious looking and they're very functional. I've had the pair that I'm wearing now for the past six months and I love them and they're very cute. Honestly, I like them and I get compliments on them too when I'm at my workout class that I go to. So that's a very good sign that they're cute too. Unless people are just complimenting me because they feel bad for me because I look stupid when I run. And if you're wondering how I know that I look stupid when I run, it's that in middle school, during PE one time when I was running, all of my friends, I put friends in quotes, ran up to me laughing and said that I run really dumb. (laughs) And I don't know what that means, but I do know that it has stuck with me ever since. And running in front of other people makes me very uncomfortable. But the workout class that I love and go to most frequently is a workout class that involves running on a treadmill. And every time I walk in there, I'm just praying that no one looks at me because deep down, I feel like I'm running dumb, whatever that means. Moving on, next recommendation. I've actually talked about these things in an episode before, but I want to go more in depth about them. And this product is salt and vinegar pistachios by the brand Wonderful. Okay, imagine this, a pistachio covered in salt and vinegar flavored crystals. I can't believe I'm saying this right now, but I actually truly believe with my whole heart that these salt and vinegar pistachios are more tasty than salt and vinegar potato chips. Now you might be saying, Emma, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Shut up. Don't try to tell me that a nut tastes better than a potato chip. That's not possible. I, I get why you're angry at me right now. I get why you are going on to iTunes right now and leaving Anything Goes the most angry review you've ever left on anything before. I understand that. I, but I don't want you to criticize me until you try these. When you try these, you will see what I mean. There's something about the flavor of a pistachio, the nuttiness of it, the roastiness of it, combined with the salt and vinegar, that is just so much more dynamic than eating a salt and vinegar potato chip. Because a salt and vinegar potato chip is delicious, don't get me wrong, but 
if you really break down the flavor profile, what is it tasting like in your mouth? It tastes like greasy oil, grease and oil combined with salt and vinegar. There's almost no potato flavor. Whereas with salt and vinegar pistachios, you get the nutty, oily, yummy flavor of a pistachio, which is a very dynamic flavor on its own, combined with salt and vinegar. And together, it is literally making waves in my community. I will explain. I had a photo shoot the other week. I was getting my hair and makeup touched up and I needed a snack. I was like, I'm hungry, whatever. And I planned ahead. I packed myself a little plastic baggie filled with some of my salt and vinegar pistachios. And I was beyond stoked to pull those things out and eat them as a snack while getting my hair and makeup touched up. Um, Anyway, everybody else at the shoot was like, why is this girl eating pistachios out of a plastic baggie at, at this photo shoot. Like, there are other snacks available. Why Why did she bring that from home? Like, this is so bizarre. So naturally, I got questioned about my pistachios. And I said, I don't want to hear one more word out of your mouth until all of you try one. So I handed out a few salt and vinegar pistachios to everyone in the room, literally everyone in the room, and let Everybody try them. And I said, do you get it now? Unanimously, the room was speechless. Everybody was in shock. They were like, this is so good. Like, I can't believe it, but it's really good. Um, I got all of my friends on it. All one and a half of them. I got all of my friends on this shit. And I'm trying to spread the word because... Listen, I don't want to blow this up. Like, I don't I don't want everyone to know about this. I want this to be my little secret. But at the same time, I feel like it's a disservice to humanity if I don't at least bring this up. All I'm doing is planting a seed. What you do next is up to you. If you go out to the store and you see them and you don't buy them, that's on you. But I did my part and I shared how fucking delicious these are with you. Anyway, I need to move on. I... These salt and vinegar pistachios bring out a really, really unfortunate side of me. And so we are going to be moving on. Next, um, I'm recommending to you a beauty product. And this is the Dior Lip Stain. Now, I know you're probably saying, Emma, why the fuck (laughs) should I go to my local Sephora right now and spend more than $10 on a lip product. Like, why should I do that? Um, I get where you're coming from, but this product is a miracle and I'll explain why. So I have this issue where when I put on any lip product, lipstick, lip gloss, whatever it may be, my lips absorb the product in under 30 minutes. I am reapplying my lip products every 30 minutes on a good day. On a bad day, I'm reapplying every five to 10 minutes. This is not a joke. Because you have to imagine this, when my makeup is fully done, it looks great. But then when my lips wear off, my makeup looks incomplete, it looks stupid, right? 
So that's why I'm constantly reapplying. Now, I got sick of this. I got so incredibly sick of this. I was like, there has to be another way. So I went on to Sephora and I was like, what can I buy that will stain my lips so that I don't have to reapply lip product every five to 10 minutes? Like I cannot do this anymore. So I bought five or six lip stains on Sephora. Some of them were on the more inexpensive side. Some of them were on the pricier side because I was like, I just need to find my go-to lip product. I need to find it and I'm willing to take the time and spend the money to find it. Like I, this is a priority for me because every day when I do my makeup, I'm not satisfied with how my lips turn out. And I found the Dior lip stain and you know what? It's the best one. I, I tried quite a few and this is the only one that truly lasts for hours. And it's amazing. It's so amazing. I literally use it every day. And recently I lost it. Well, I lost my old one. I lost it. And I felt incomplete for 24 hours until I got a new one. It, like I had to go, I, I literally made it a priority in my day to go to Sephora and buy a new one. Like that's, it was a big deal. So do with this information what you want, but I swear by that product. I really do. I love it. Okay, next recommendation. Now this is something that I normally wouldn't recommend, but it changed my life in such a way that I feel like I have to mention it. It's an iPad. Now I know again what you're saying. You're like, Emma, do not tell me right now to go to the Apple store and buy a goddamn iPad. That's a lot, like it's an expensive product. Like shut up, I get it, I get it. But again, I'm just planting the seed so that if you're ever in a place where you're like, you know what, I do think I want an iPad and I do think that this is something that I wanna spend my money on. You can now make that decision in a more educated fashion because of me, because I'm about to give you an iPad review. Now, I grew up having iPads. I like, it was always what I'd spend my birthday money on. Like I would save up money every few years and get myself an iPad because I loved having an iPad. I would watch YouTube on my iPad. I would make weird videos on iMovie with my cousins on my iPad. I would play games on my iPad. Like I was an iPad baby, okay? I loved iPads. And it was like the one thing I cared about buying for myself the first time I, I had my own money, right? Birthday money to be clear. But, you know, that was when I was a kid and there was a lot more obvious stuff to do on an iPad when I was that age. Whereas now that I'm an adult, there, it, like the function of an iPad for an adult is a little bit less obvious because for a child, it's so clearly for entertainment. Whereas for an adult, it's like, what is it for? It could be, I don't know, you know? Well, the first thing I love about the iPad is reading on the iPad because you can download books on the book app on the iPad. And 
you can use it basically like a Kindle. But what makes it different than a Kindle is that while you're reading, you can, within the iPad, highlight a word and then look it up. So let's say you're reading a book and the, the grammar in the book is very complicated. You can so easily just highlight a word in the book, a little pop-up shows up above the word on the iPad, and it allows you to look up the definition of the word that easily. All within the iPad, all within one screen, you know what I mean? That's a really beautiful thing. You don't have to close out of the, you know, book app to go onto Google and look it up. You don't have to do any of that. You can do it all within the book app. The book app provides definitions for you if you need them. And that is incredible. So that's been really amazing for me because I've been reading a very complicated, very grammatically difficult book. And there's no way I would understand what was going on if I didn't have this feature where I could just highlight a word and look up the definition at any given moment. So that's been helping me a lot with my reading and, and honestly making me a better reader. And I just think it's a really incredible tool. But on top of that, an iPad can be a laptop if you want it to be. I bought the little iPad keyboard so that I can use my iPad kind of like a laptop and it's amazing for traveling because bringing around my big laptop is not the most convenient thing in the world, you know? I would honestly argue that if you're considering getting a laptop, you might wanna consider getting an iPad instead because it's more portable, it has all the same features, and it's honestly better in a lot of ways, you know? Like, let's say you're a student and you are thinking about getting a laptop to help you with your homework, you know what I mean? Consider getting an iPad because you can do all the same stuff on an iPad. I would say the only thing that you know makes a laptop more useful would be the fact that you know you can do more complex projects. Like let's say you wanna edit a video for some reason, maybe you're a YouTuber, I don't know. Let's say you want to edit a video, you know, that's easier to do on a laptop. But otherwise, I don't know. The iPad's a sleigh. I, I use it way more than I use my laptop now. And I bring my iPad with me everywhere and I can like work on the go. It's amazing. I'm obsessed. I'm literally obsessed. I have this fantasy about taking my iPad to a cafe and working on my iPad for hours on end. The only thing that's stopping me is that I feel like I would look stupid in a cafe with an iPad. I, I don't know, I just feel like that might not, that might be like laughable to some. I just need to get over that and do it because I, it's my fantasy and I need to follow my heart. Um, moving on. Okay, my next recommendation only applies to people who have a car, but this recommendation is so good. And it's to make a kit for your car. This is life-changing, okay? I have a kit that I keep in my car where I have everything that I could possibly need. Here's what I keep in my kit. I have an extra phone charger, 
because you never know when you might need one. Maybe you're having a sleepover at someone's house, you need a charger, boom, now you have one. An extra pair of headphones. This is important because sometimes you forget your headphones at home. Maybe you're going to the gym and you wanna have headphones while you're at the gym. There's nothing worse than forgetting your headphones. I've done it hundreds of times. It's a heartbreaking thing every time. So having an extra pair in your car is a lifesaver. Next, chapstick. That's obvious. But there's something about when you have the AC going in your car or even the heat going in your car that makes your lips dry. So having chapstick is actually more useful than you would think. Like I am reapplying chapstick in my car constantly because of the air that's being blown into my face and drying me out. So chapstick's good to have. Scissors is another good thing to have. You just never know when you might need scissors. I find myself using the scissors I keep in my car on a weekly basis. I mean, it's insane how often I use them. Um, uh, they're a great thing to have. I also like to keep salt, pepper, and hot sauce in my car because I like to eat in my car. When I go and pick myself up lunch when I'm on the go, I might feel like my meal is a little bit under seasoned and I might feel like it needs a little bit of salt or a little bit of pepper or a little bit of hot sauce. So I keep those things in my car. I also keep soy sauce in my car because sometimes if I go and pick up sushi or something like that, they'll forget to give me soy sauce and I don't like how sushi tastes without soy sauce. So I like to have soy sauce as well in my car. I also like to keep a fork because again, sometimes when you go and pick up food, they forget to give you a fork. It's like, what do you want me to do? Eat with my hands? No, thank you. Unless I'm eating a sandwich, I don't want to eat with my hands or I'm eating French fries. Actually, I, or I'm eating sushi. I kind of like eating sushi with my hands too sometimes, um, depending on what mood I'm in. Like if I'm in a more like random mood, I'll eat with my hands. But if I'm feeling like a normal human being, I won't. And I will use utensils, but you get what I'm saying. Anyways, also keeping makeup wipes in your car is so important. If you are like me, and you wear makeup occasionally, but you don't like how it feels on your face, you don't like the sensation, and you like getting your makeup off as soon as possible, keeping makeup wipes in your car is amazing because while you're at a stoplight, you can be taking your makeup off. I don't know if I recommend that though, because that might not be, you know, the safest option. Maybe wait until you're parked. Listen, I don't, I don't want to get in trouble here, but you get what I'm saying. It's nice to have makeup wipes in the car. Or if like your makeup gets fucked up while you're out and about and you're like, you know what? I just want to take it all off because it would just look better if it's all off. Again, nice to have makeup wipes in the car. It's also nice to have a hairbrush. I don't know. After a long day, you get in the car, your hair's all matted up. It's nice to have a brush in there just to refresh. It's also nice to have metal straws because if you go and pick up a coffee somewhere or a smoothie somewhere and they forget to give you a straw, that sucks. What do they expect you to do, slurp it down? Take the lid off and slurp it down? That's criminal. Keep metal straws in your car. Also, they're better for the environment, so you don't have to take a straw and put it in your drink, even though you're probably drinking your drink out of a plastic cup anyway, so it's like, who fucking knows anymore, you know? But whatever. Um, and last but not least, hair ties, but that's pretty obvious. So anyway, that's my kit in my car. Um, it's also ever-changing. I'm always adding things to it, you know, like taking things away, but that's kind of the running 
kit I have going right now. And I, I think it's just good to have because there's nothing like feeling prepared at all moments. You know what I mean? It's so comforting to know that you're prepared for anything that might come your way. Um, and even though some people might think it's weird that I have a full salt grinder in my car, I don't care. Moving on. Silk hair ties. I don't even know how to sell you on this one. Not that I'm even trying to sell you on this shit, but I don't even know how to sell you on it because they're just so obviously good. Like, it's obvious why they're good. They're good because they're silky and they're soft and they're not damaging to your hair and they look pretty and dainty. And, like, what else is there to say, you know? I don't know. I I will say, like... Silk hair ties are a lot more comfortable than regular elastic band hair ties. Fabric silk hair ties, especially by the brand Slip, they have amazing ones. They're like the silk hair ties are a lot more comfortable. They're a lot less violent with your hair. I feel like the elastic basic hair ties are so strong like they're too strong like they're too powerful do you know what I mean they're like so uh like it feels like they're ripping your hair out of your head and I just don't like that so silk hair ties there it is I don't know okay next I've probably talked about this before oh wait I talked about it in the beginning of this episode was it I don't remember anyway if you're a coffee drinker or a matcha drinker you need to get caramel-flavored nut pod creamer. It's basically dairy-free creamer. The brand is nut pod, and they have a bunch of different flavors, but my favorite is the caramel flavor. It is so good, and it, it tastes good in coffee drinks and in matcha drinks. I love it with matcha. It's so, so good with matcha. It's insane. It It's doesn't really taste super caramelly, I feel like. It's more just nutty. And it's not super sweet either, which I love. It's not super sweet, but it it makes the drink taste so rich and delicious. Oh my God, it's so good. And I, I, I use it every single day in my matcha drinks and in my coffee drinks. And it's incredible. And their French vanilla flavor is also delicious. But the caramel one is just, Honestly, their original flavor is delicious. They're all really delicious, but the caramel one is just stupid how good it is. Okay, next recommendation is so random, but so fun. So, okay, there's this brand called Swoon, and they basically make lemonades that are not super sugary. I don't know what it... They sweeten it with monk fruit. Monk fruit is like a natural fruit extract. Um, so it's like not super sugary, but it's very delicious. My favorite right now is the ginger flavored. So it's basically ginger lemonade. And I drink like 50 of these a day. I am not lying to you. Um, it's so good. I'm not normally a big ginger girl. Like, it's fine. I like it, but it's not something I crave. But for whatever reason, this drink is just so good. It's like super sour and gingery. 
It's not super sweet. It's really satisfying to drink. Like it's just like feels good in your throat and it's like refreshing. It's just great. And it's hydrating because I just don't like drinking water. Like I will drink just about anything before I drink water. Um, and so if I can find something that is hydrating and doesn't have a lot of added creepy shit in it that will get me to drink water, I'm going to do it. So I've been drinking these to help me get my water intake in. Um, I recommend that you order them online because I feel like that's the easiest way to do it. They have them online. You can order them online. They'll send you a 12 pack or whatever. I order them every few weeks and it's, and I'm constantly drinking them. I probably drank 10 of them today. That's not even an exaggeration. I probably drank a whole box of them today because it's just like so much better than drinking plain water. And I love it too, because it's not carbonated because the thing about carbonated drinks for me is that like, I love them, but they make me burp and they make my stomach hurt and it sucks. So do it that way you will. Next, I'm going to recommend to you two UGG products. Now, what's crazy about this is that if somebody would have told me three years ago that I would be wearing UGG boots again, I would have said, you're silly, you're goofy, you're funny. You are out of touch, you're a liar, and you don't know me. That's what I would have said. Yet, look at me now. Literally an Ugg boot enthusiast. The best Ugg boot, in my opinion, on the market right now is the classic mini two boot. It's like the classic Ugg boot, but it's short. But it's not too short. Because they have a pair out there that are too short. And they look weird. The classic mini two boot is just the perfect fucking Ugg boot, okay? I wear these around the house. I wear these to the store. I wear these to workout classes. I wear these to the farmer's market. I wear these in bed sometimes, which is disgusting because you should never wear your shoes in bed, but like I just forget to take them off because they're so comfortable. I'm obsessed. They also last forever. I've had this pair for probably a year now. They look spotless, like they look spotless and I wear them every day. I honestly don't know how it's possible. It's a miracle that they're okay. They're so comfortable. They're so versatile. I honestly think that they're cute. I used to think that they were ugly, but now they're growing on me. Well, no, I went through phases. When I was in middle school, I thought Ugg boots were like the cutest thing that ever happened. And then in high school, I was like, Ugg boots are so ugly. I can't believe I ever wore those. Like they're called Ugg for a reason because they're ugly. And then now I'm like, no, these are actually the God's greatest creation. I am obsessed. So... If we go by the principle that history repeats itself, I will probably hate these in about two years. But then again, we don't know. We don't know because I'm a lot more, you know, I'm a, I'm a lot more self-aware these days. Um, I know myself a lot better these days and I'm better able to predict my future behaviors and opinions these days just because I'm an older person now. I'm older and wiser. And I mean, I really think that I'm gonna like these for the long haul. We'll see, but I love them. Um, another UGG product that I recommend is the UGG Cosette slipper. Now, again, the same rules apply for these slippers. They're like a slide that's like fuzzy. 
I have gone through probably six of these. I, I kid you not, six pairs because I wear them out so quickly because I wear them so often. In my opinion, they might just be the best Ugg slipper out there. They're very simple. They're just like a slide that's fuzzy. It's it's simple, okay? It's not doing too much. I wear them around the house, again, constantly. If I can't find my Ugg boots, I'm wearing the Cosette slipper. If I can't find the Cosette slipper, I'm wearing the goddamn boot. I switch back and forth. It depends on the day. It depends on the weather. It depends on what I'm wearing. But... I would argue that 90% of the time I'm wearing one of those shoes. I honestly might start wearing them out to dinner and stuff. Like when I go out to dinner on the weekends and shit, I might honestly start wearing the Ugg boots. I don't even care. I've thought about it. I've thought about it. The only thing stopping me is that like I need to utilize my other belongings. Like I cannot just stick to what I know. I wear the same pair of sweat shorts and the same t-shirt and the same pair of Ugg boots and Ugg slippers 90% of the time. Like, it's insane how much of my closet never gets any attention from me because I just stick to the same daily uniform every day when I'm walking around the house. I go through phases, but it remains pretty much the same. Like, I've been wearing the same pair of blue sweatshorts that I got like a year and a half ago for so long now that they are like misshapen. Like I've stretched them out in all these weird areas. It looks like I'm wearing a diaper when I wear them because they fit so badly, but they're so comfortable that they're just like my favorite shorts. I don't know what to tell you. I also have this Captain Underpants shirt and I have this shirt with a cat on it. And those are my two go-to comfy shirts right now. I. I just go, oh, and a Paul McCartney shirt. Okay, those are my three shirts that I switch between. If one of them's in the wash, I'm wearing the other one. But that's what I'm wearing 90% of the time. I don't know. I'm a, I like to be comfortable, okay? I'm a simple girl. Speaking of being comfortable, the brand Aritzia, spelled R-I-T-Z-I-A, has the best sweatpants on the market. This is not up for debate. I do not care. Their sweatpants are the best. They are the perfect fit. They're incredibly soft. They have every color you can imagine. They have matching sweatshirts of all different silhouettes, shapes, and sizes. Like they have crew neck, half zip, hoodie, all of it. The options are disgusting. There are so many options, it hurts me. It's scary, but I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. If somebody told me right now, you are only allowed to wear one outfit for the rest of your life, I would walk into an Aritzia and I would buy a pair of sweatpants and a matching sweatshirt of some sort, and I would just wear that with my stupid Ugg boots for the rest of my life and be fine and be happy. I'm really picky about sweatpants and I honestly consider myself to be a connoisseur because I have always been very picky about clothes and how they fit me. Like if something doesn't fit right, it makes me really angry, but not like, it makes me abnormally angry and irritable. 
some people are a lot more chill with this stuff. Like they don't care as much. But for me, like I have a very serious emotional reaction to uncomfortable clothes. That's like a little bit more than the average, which makes me feel like, you know, I deserve to give myself the credential of being a good clothing reviewer when it comes to comfort, because I, I know when something's uncomfortable and I'm so sensitive to uncomfortable clothes that like I, nobody's going to notice a fatal flaw in a piece of clothing before me. Like I'm convinced of it. I mean, for example, I cut out every single tag in clothing immediately after I buy it. Like if there's like a little label in, in the, you know, back of a pair of pants or on the neck of a shirt, it's cut, it's coming out. I'm cutting it out because if I don't, I'll feel it and it'll make me irritable and it'll make me a bad person all day. It'll put me in a bad mood. Almost nothing puts me in that bad of a mood. When I was younger, I was even more sensitive to it. And I used to throw a complete fit if my socks would have any seams in them. Like think about the last pair of socks that you wore. You know that seam that runs across the top of your toes? Yeah, I couldn't handle that as a kid because that was so uncomfortable to me that it was excruciating because I felt that seam pressing against the knuckles of my toes and it would drive me insane. So now that I've, you know, demonstrated my credentials as a comfort connoisseur, you can trust that these Aritzia sweatpants and sweatshirts are worth your time and appreciation. Moving on, another beauty product, the Dry Bar Straightening Brush. Now, I don't know about other brands. There are many brands that make straightening brushes. So, you know, I can't speak to those. I can only speak to the one from the brand Dry Bar. But I bet the other ones are great too. But listen, I am lazy and I'm especially lazy when it comes to my hair because by the time I'm done picking out my outfit and doing my makeup, I'm like, I'm throwing this bitch in a clip. Like I just, I can't, I can't, I'm done. I did the, I did the dirty work, you know, I'm done and I don't want to do this. Like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm done. The dry bar straightening brush has stepped up my hair game immensely because of how easy it is to use. It's literally just a hairbrush that's really hot and when you run it through your hair, it's straightening your hair. Now, I will say this product is not going to make your hair perfectly straight like a straightening iron would. But if your hair is, you know, has some like weird waves in it, you know what I mean? And and you kind of want to tame your hair a little bit if it's kind of, cause like, I'll give an example with me and my hair. I mean, obviously everybody's hair is different, so it's going to work differently on everyone's hair. But for me, you know, if I put my hair up in a clip all day, when I take it down, it, it has like a weird wave in it, you know, that looks awkward. And I can't wear my hair down with that weird little wave in it. So this product is perfect for just getting that wave out, just straightening that out and making my whole head look consistent. It's not gonna make my hair perfectly straight, no. But it's going to make my hair all look even all around my head. And that's all I'm asking for. 
In addition to their straightening brush, I also love their blow dryer brush, which is basically a hairbrush that also dries your hair. So you can basically be brushing your hair and drying it at the same time. Another great product. Basically any product that doesn't require any skill to use, I love. Highly would recommend those. Okay, next. I'm not sure if they have this app everywhere, but I'm obsessed with this app. It's called Open Table. Now, this is my favorite way to make reservations at restaurants because one of my favorite things to do on the weekends in my free time is to go out to a restaurant. I love it. There's nothing I love more. I love trying new restaurants, trying different types of cuisines, you know, hanging out with the one and a half friends that I have, like doing that, okay, doing all of that. I love that. There's nothing that brings me more joy. On the weekends, I don't give a fuck about going to a party. I don't give a fuck about having a barbecue. I don't want to do, no, screw all of that. I want to go out to dinner. I don't know what it is. It's just my favorite thing on the planet. Nothing is a better experience. I mean, if you think about it, it, it encapsulates everything about humanity that is so great and good. There's people there that you like and enjoy to be around. There's people cooking for you. There's delicious food. There's ambiance. Like, what more could you want? You know, it's, it's perfect. An open table is great because it's basically an app where you can go on and see all of the available reservations in your area. So you can go on, you know, say, okay, I want a table of four for four tomorrow at 8 p.m., right? And then you plug that in and then you plug in your town that you're in and then it shows you all the different restaurant options that have reservations. And then if you're like, you know, you're scrolling through and you're like, oh, I wanna see this one. You can, you know, click on a restaurant and look through their menu on the app, see what kind of food they have, be like, mm, that's not the one. Scroll back, keep looking, it's amazing. It's amazing. So yeah, that's another thing I've been loving. Like, I don't know, I, I used to be a big Yelp user and I still am, but Yelp isn't as helpful when it comes to making reservations as this app is. And I mean, there's other apps besides OpenTable. I know there's one called Resy, R-E-S-Y. I use that occasionally. They just don't have as many options. But any app that you can download that can help you make reservations in your area, it's the best. It's so great. It's so much easier than having to call them up on the phone. Also, when you book it through this app, it immediately adds it to your Google Calendar or your Apple Calendar on your phone, which is also so amazing. I just think it's great. Speaking of that, I've been using Google Calendar a lot. So I'm kind of about to recommend you Google Calendar. It's an app slash website. It's a Google app, Google website that's a planner. And I used to be somebody that only used paper planners. I did not use virtual planners whatsoever. I didn't like it. I didn't get it, whatever. But to be honest, the, the thing that made me start using it was that the people that I work with use it. And so they were like, Emma, we're creating a calendar on Google Calendar for work related stuff. And you need to 
be on it and be looking at it frequently. And so it started as that, you know, I was just using it for work, but then I started using it for my day-to-day life and I started scheduling out my day-to-day life on Google Calendar. And what I like about it is that it's handheld. It's all on my phone or on my iPad. And I don't need to carry around an actual paper planner. Now, don't get me wrong. I love using a paper planner too. Here's what I do. I use both. I use Google Calendar to plan things ahead, right? And schedule out stuff that's like mandatory, the most important stuff that I need to do, you know, like work-related stuff or an appointment, etc. But then I use my paper planner to write down stuff that is more about me, like more like self-care related stuff. So when I feel like it and I feel like using a paper planner, I'll open up my paper planner and I'll write down all the stuff that I need to do for the day from my Google calendar, but then I'll also write down stuff that I need to do for my own personal well-being. And I add that onto the paper planner because I don't want to put all that stuff on my Google calendar. It might seem a little bit like overkill, you know, to be doing a paper planner and Google calendar, but I do think that there's something about writing down your schedule physically, like physically writing it down with your hand that solidifies it in your mind more. Um, But when you're on the go, you know, you might not always have your planner with you. So for those crucial events that, you know, you need info on last minute, Google Calendar is great for that. Okay, my last recommendation is actually so stupid, but again, I just don't know how to not bring this up because I love them so much and I just feel like I hit jackpot. So let me preface this recommendation with a little story, a little story of my life. I'm very picky about socks. I mentioned this earlier and I, I've never really found a brand of sock uh, that really excited me. You know, socks have never been something that I was super stoked about. I never found socks to be particularly comfortable or luxurious. I just always felt like socks were socks and that was the end of it. You know what I mean? And I was excited to take them off at the end of the day until I found the Hanes brand Comfort Soft Crew Socks. Okay, when you're looking at them, they just look like plain white crew socks. You know what I mean? Nothing special, nothing out of the ordinary. But you would be oh so wrong because these socks are so soft. They're so soft. They're so buttery and they're so inexpensive. Like it's a steal. I kid you not, I'm gonna order some after this because they're so good and I feel like I need more. Um, they're just the best white, plain white socks on the market. I mean, listen, call me crazy. Say that me taking two minutes out of your day to tell you what brand of socks that you should buy is a waste of your time. Tell me that all you want. But again, it's the same thing with the salt and vinegar pistachios. You can't be mad at me until you try it. I wouldn't be bringing it up if it didn't change my life. I really wouldn't. Next the best portable charger I've ever found. The Belkin Pocket Power 10K Power Bank. 
you're probably like, Emma, shut up. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you going on about? This is the best portable charger I've ever used. Um, it literally can charge my phone six times before it dies. And that is unheard of. I don't think I need to say anything else about it, if I'm being honest. Like, that's, I literally, like, you know, mic drop, if you will. I just, like, it charges my phone six times. I carry around the thing with me everywhere. I don't know what else to tell you. Okay. My last recommendation is extremely biased, but I really do believe that this is an amazing product. And that is the Chamberlain Coffee Bodum Cold Brew Maker Press. Okay, listen, I know you're like, Emma, it's your company. Shut up. Give me one minute of grace. Um, so basically, Chamberlain Coffee, my company, has a cold brew press that you can buy that basically allows you to make cold brew extremely easily. It's like this jug, basically, and you put some coffee grounds in it, you put water over top of the coffee grounds, you seal the top, you put it in the fridge overnight, you take it out, you replace the lid with a spout. It comes with like this like spout so that you can pour it out, you know, gracefully. And now you have cold brew and it makes like, I don't know, something like five or six cups, even more possibly. Five or six for me because I drink large cups of coffee, but if you don't, you, like you could probably get eight cups of cold brew out of it. I mean, it's just an amazing product. And it's also great because, you know, it, it, it allows you to make cold brew in a way that is number one, really easy, but number two is like very environmentally conscious in a way, because, you know, you can continue to reuse this mechanism to make your cold brew rather than buying, say, a big bottle of cold brew from the store or something like that. Um, you guys, that's all I got. That's all I got. I feel like I need to take a nap for some reason. This was a very passionate episode for me. I really, really got passionate with it, you know, and I'm feeling genuinely exhausted. But I really appreciate you guys listening and hanging out. I hope that you enjoyed this for what it was. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. I don't know. If you buy any of these things, let me know. Also, you know, if I mention specific brands, like you can ignore the specific brands. I'm more just sharing with you the general concept of these products. So, you know, listen, don't buy stuff if you don't need it. But if you've been in the market for, you know, any of the stuff that I mentioned, here's your recommendation. Here's your sign to press add to cart. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to follow Anything Goes on Instagram, you can do that at Anything Goes. You can follow the Twitter at AG Podcast. You can subscribe to Anything Goes on any platform that you stream podcasts. And you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Give it a little five stars or give it a one star if you are mad that I recommended that you buy an iPad and pistachios and that you just wasted possibly uh, almost an hour of your life listening to me tell you to, to buy pistachios. Yeah, like, listen, if you want it, it's fine, but don't give me one star if you, unless you're not, okay, here's the rule. 
you're not allowed to give me one star unless you go and buy the pistachios and you're like, these are actually disgusting. But even then, like that, then you can, you can do whatever you want at that point. Okay, I'm done. I love you guys. Thank you for hanging out. We will talk soon. Yeah.